Hello everybody, how are you? You okay? Well, as I talk now, it's, it's a bit of spatter raining, so you might hear a bit of that on the roof as I sit in my conservatory office. The boys are playing football outside, so you might hear some caterwauling with Herbie. Um, yeah, who knows how that's going to end. Um, yeah, uh, everything's okay. I burnt my knee yesterday. I um, was I cooked some Spanish omelette, and I was um, cooking up the. You know, you have to do the potatoes. You have to pre-boil. You have to boil them, don't you, first? So I had like this big pan of boiling water, and where my hand, you know, with my Viking claw hand. Um, it's not very strong and I was taking the pan over to the um, basin and uh, I just lost control and I put, happened to like pour the water all over my leg so yeah that's just that wasn't very good and so I've gone my body went into a bit of a flare after that um, so yeah, that's not been so good. I'm all right. I'm okay. I've sort of been in bed today, to be honest. Um, but I did get up uh, to see my family, which was lovely. We had our usual Vanderhoven quiz. Um, so it was lovely to see everybody. My sister in uh, Singapore, my aunts, my uncle. Obviously, Sid's back now. Um, so, which is lovely, so lovely seeing her, having her back, really, really gorgeous. Um, you know, it's always difficult because, you know, she's an adult, she's 21 and it's, you know, that's difficult for her because she's an adult coming back, um, must be hard coming back home, um, into your parents' house, but at the moment we're you know we're all rubbing along nicely um no major you know major arguments yet um but the boys absolutely adore her they just absolutely adore her um they're just so pleased to see her you know obviously she was deloused before she came in we scrubbed her down and whatnot um, well, no, because she's been um, obviously socially distancing when, when she was living in Lincoln. Um, and uh, we went to get her, well, Daniel Herb went to get her when, when the lockdown was uh, lifted so that you could go up those various distances. So, always, always kosher. So, um, yeah, so I'm not feeling sprightly sprightly. So if that's if I don't sound sprightly sprightly, that's why. But I'm okay, you know, I'm okay. So where have we got to, my lovelies? Do you know where we're at? We're at sonnet number seventy. Isn't that insane? Um. So uh, yesterday he was ha- Shakespeare was having a bit of a go at the fair youth, and he was saying. Um, you know, talking about um, cosmetics and and 
makeup, blah, blah, blah. But he was also having a go saying, you know, to the fair youth, if if you remember, if you lie down with dogs, then you're going to get fleas. He was having that kind of a go, sort of having a go at the fair youth's friends. Um, having a bit of a fatherly pop, wasn't he? So, where has he gone today? So, let's have a look. That thou art blamed shall not be thy defect, for slander's mark was ever yet the fair. The ornament of beauty is suspect, a crow that flies in heaven's sweetest air. So that thou be good, slander doth but approve thy worth the greater, being wooed of time. For canker vice, the sweetest buds doth love, and thou presentest a pure, unstained prime. Thou hast passed by the ambush of young days, either not assailed or victor being charged. Yet this thy praise cannot be so thy praise, to tie up envy evermore enlarged. If some suspect of ill masked not thy show, then thou alone kingdom of hearts shouldest owe. Okay, so Shakespeare's kind of going slightly, trying to go back on what he said, slightly, but in a kind of gruff way, I think. So, that thou art blamed shall not be thy defect. For slander's mark was ever yet the fair. The fact that people say bad things about you won't be held against you because beautiful people have always been the target of slander. The ornament of beauty is suspect a crow that flies in heaven's sweetest air. Um, beautiful people are always the objects of suspicion, a black crow darkening heaven. So thou be good, slander doth but approve, thy worth the greater, being wooed of time. As long as you're good, you're a target of temptation. Um, slander just proves how worthy you are. For canker vice, the, the sweetest buds doth love, and thou presentest a purest unstained prime. For lice, sorry, for lice, for vice, like a worm, loves to devours devour the sweetest buds the most which makes you your prime pure unstained a perfect target so he's being nice now isn't he um thou has passed by the ambush of young days either not assailed or victor being charged 
you've escaped the traps that usually endanger young men because either because either no one tempted you or you resisted the temptation. Yet this, this thy praise cannot be so thy praise, to tie up envy ever more enlarged. However, this praise I've given you won't inflate your reputation so much that it keeps envious people from talking, because they always will. If some suspect of ill masked not thy show, then thou alone kingdoms of hearts shouldest show, shouldest owe, sorry. If your beauty weren't masked by at least some suspicion of evil, you'd be the most beloved beloved person in the world. So that is, there is that little mm in the end. So the suspicion of evil. Um, so yes, so if people didn't think of you, if there wasn't a little bit of some truth of that, of what, um, of evil, then everybody would love you. Um, so he's, he's saying, he's nice, 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 nice. And then, you know, and then he's saying, well, if, if there wasn't at least some suspicion of you being evil, then everyone would love you, darling. So, yeah, so he's, Shakespeare's completely appearing to try and go back on what he's implied in the previous sonnet. And that he, you know, he's saying, of course, people are going to slander him because he's so gorgeous. However, if there were no blemishes or no spots on, on his um, personalities or reputation, real or imaginary, then he, right, this is the fair youth, obviously, that he's talking about, then he would be the wonder of the world and whole kingdoms would fall at his feet. He, I mean, really, Shakespeare is trying to move on that, you know, he's trying to do that thing where Shakespeare is, is saying that the fair youth is to, is to blame for the slander about himself. But actually, when he says that the slander plays a tribute to the fair youth's beauty, because it, it would actually not happen if the fair youth wasn't so beautiful. You know, it says, you know, when slander doth but approve thy worth, thy worth the greater being wooed of time. So it wouldn't happen if you weren't so beautiful. But the, he's saying the real problem is that he is not moral enough and that leaves him open to slander. Um, and his real, his beauty masks a potential for bad habits. If some suspect of ill mask not thy show, um, then thou alone kingdoms of heart should, shouldest owe. So his beauty masks a potential for bad habits, like, I don't know, going off with, his, with Shakespeare's mistress, let's say, perhaps. So he, he's, Shakespeare is, is, you know, saying, you know, if you weren't, if you didn't do these silly things, you know, um, then you would be adored by everybody. So he's appealing to the faith's vanity in the hope of getting him to to behave well. 
Um, I don't know, maybe he's worked out that that's what works for the fair youth now. Who knows? I don't know, maybe this fair youth, maybe this, this fair youth, that's, maybe he has worked out that that is what works for the fair youth. Because, this, you know, this is quite a way now that, you know, the sonnets mark out a moment in time. So maybe the fair youth is this vain person who, um, and it does work that Shakespeare says, I am going to make you immortal. And if the fair youth, and maybe if Shakespeare says, you know, um, if you behaved better, kingdoms would think you were, would be at your feet because they would think, you know, they would think you were beautiful because ugly thoughts come out and come out through your skin. Maybe, maybe that worked with him. I don't know. It's interesting, isn't it? But that's, so that is the reverse psychology or the psychology that he is using now. It's interesting. Yeah, so Shakespeare was trying to manipulate him. Um, that's, that's the way that he's, that's what he's doing now. So it's interesting to, to, to try and work out the kind of psychology that's going on in this kind of, in this relationship. Because at one stage I was feeling for, feeling sorry for Shakespeare. But now, you know, maybe the fair youth is, is that vain and, um, and you know, maybe Shakespeare is, is using the right kind of psychology to, to keep hold of him. So if he is that vain, do I feel sorry for Shakespeare? I'm not sure. Not sure. I'll have to see. I'm going to keep keep going and and see. You know, see how I feel. Because because if he is that vain, you know, and it works, then maybe he deserves what he gets because he is because somebody who just puts up with somebody saying to him. Um, well, you're gorgeous, you're gorgeous, and, and just sticks around and doesn't have any kind of self-respect just because he, he's been told that he's gorgeous. I wouldn't tolerate this kind of behaviour. <laughs> I really wouldn't. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But I, you know, I, I, I'd tell Shakespeare to do one. Really would. Take your books, take your quills off your pop. <laughs> I don't care how talented you are. There you go. Right. Um, now, I was thinking about what I would like to do today and it occurred to me that I haven't actually done, um, read a, a, a poem from, not, you know, a, a poem that's not a sonnet from, from Shakespeare, um, from one of his plays. So I'm going to do from something from one of his plays and it's from Twelfth Night and it just popped into my head and I thought I'd really like to do it because it was raining um 
and it's actually from Twelfth Night. Um, uh, or what you will. Twelfth Night is has a double, is you know is a is a has a double title. It's Twelfth Night or what you will. Um, it was uh, performed um, sixteen oh one sixteen oh two. Pardon me. Um, and it's actually Feste, the clown, um, sings it, um, but it, you know, it's a poem song, um, obviously by William Shakespeare. And it's um, in Act 5, Scene 1. Um, and it uses wind and rain as symbols of life's hardships. Um, yeah, okay. Let me put my eyeglasses on. When that I was, and a little tiny boy, with hey-ho, the wind and the rain, a foolish thing was but a toy, for the rain it raineth every day. But when I came to man's estate, with hey-ho, the wind and the rain, gainst knaves and thieves men shut their gate, for the rain it raineth every day. But when I came, alas, to wife, with hey-ho, the wind and the rain, by swaggering could I never thrive, for Rain it, rain it, raineth every day. A great while ago the world began with hey-ho, the wind and the rain. But that's all one, our play is done. And we'll strive to please you every day. So, with the, the finishing, the poem sort of finishes on a kind of bittersweet note. But that's all one, our play is done. Sort of a conclusion of the, the play is done and, and everything is over. I just love that, with the, with the rain, it raineth every day. I just, you know, with everything, with all our festivities, with all our joys, every, you know, um, everything is temporary because it always rains. Um, uh, if you haven't seen Twelfth Night, I recommend that you try that. I mean, especially that there's a national theatre. Twelfth Night, um, which is with Tamsin Grigg, which is amazing, where uh, Malvolio um, is, uh, he, there's a, um, a, a, there's a plot against him and Malvolio um, gets uh, teased and tricked um, into wearing yellow stockings um, and 
Um, he is um, stockings with with yellow garters, and um, yeah. Anyway, and and they sort of make him crazy, make him mad. And he, when he finds out, he says this fantastic line, which is, "I'll be revenged on the whole pack of you." I love that. I just yeah. There are so many fantastic lines, so 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 many um, in that. Um, so if you ever get a chance to have a watch of that, um, uh, yeah, do because it's brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, yes, year nines are going to be um, watching that this term. Spoiler alert, because um, it is fabulous. Um, and also the year tens. Um, right, guys, that's it for today, um, for Saturday. Uh, I'm going to toddle off back to bed for a bit um, and do some more feeling sorry for myself. Uh, I hope you're okay. Um, so stay in, apart from when you're out and about and getting your exercise. Stay well. Stay away from um, saucepans of potatoes and um, stay gorgeous uh, and take care. See you tomorrow. Bye.